rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Oh God, as we consider these words, we again pray for insight and understanding into the relationship you're calling us into with you, with ourselves, and with each other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, today we're going to put into practice Paul's instructions here in 1 Thessalonians to give thanks. We're still, again, on high from Thanksgiving here in the United States. We celebrated on Thursday, and it has become our tradition over the years to, uh, to continue celebrating Thanksgiving on the Sabbath after Thanksgiving. And so we're going to hear some testimonies of Avon Hopers right now. We have Al and Kia and Brian down in Florida who are just going to share a little bit about their story. And we also want to give you the opportunity to share your story as well. And so we have a poll up, and there's a number there you see, 773-825-3742. You can text that number with the thing that you're thankful for, and we'll share in this together. And so without further ado, Al. Good morning, everyone, um, and happy Sabbath. So I have had the opportunity to share my testimony about what I'm thankful for in my journey so far in Christianity and, and, and my, my faith journey. Um, to give it a little bit of context, I grew up in a Seventh-day Adventist church. Uh, my grandpa is a pastor, so you know, you know the drill, go sab Sabbaths, um, we go to church, uh, we don't eat pork and all that stuff, you know, the, the good old um, health message. But I never really pursued God for, for myself, never really owned up to it, never really saw it as, as something that I had to develop for myself up until I was a junior in college. Uh, it was a time where I, uh, I had to look for internships, you know, prepping for the real world. So... I was a part of a big group of people who were very passionate about pursuing a career in finance, you know, Wall Street. And I fell into the rat race of trying to really define myself of, with what I do because everyone else around me was also doing that. So I, I worked hard at it. I prayed. I fasted. I asked God, God, if, if, if you give me this, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give back to the church so much. You know, I started all my prayers with eyes, with wants, and with requests, really, that just came from me. And then, long story short, I actually didn't get the job that I, that I wanted. You know, I was heartbroken. I was, I, was really, I was really upset. I asked God, like, why didn't you give me what I, what I wanted? You know, I followed all the instructions that my parents and my grandparents and everyone around me that told me that, oh, as long as you do these things, you know, you'll be blessed. You'll, be, you'll, you'll, you'll get what you want. Um, but I think all that happened for, for a good reason. I think God wanted me to know what it means to be in a relationship with him. And to know that I shouldn't be defining myself by what I do, but what, how much money I make or by the output that I, that I give to the world. You know, and Pastor Todd, actually, and, and the whole pastoral team just finished a series on the book of Ecclesiastes, which was, which actually quickly became my favorite book of the Bible. Uh, basically, in the grand scheme of things, no matter how much money you make, no matter how much power you have in this world, you'll never be happy unless 
you know, you enjoy the little things in life. And I started realizing that, wow, that's true. It doesn't matter what my title is going to be out of, out, of, out of school, what job I'll have. But, you know, as long as I, as I, as I have God behind me, as, as long as I enjoy the little things in life, I break bread with the people I love. You know, everything's, everything's going to be okay because at the end of the day, the things that we make, the things that we do on this earth, we're not going to bring to heaven. You know, I guess that's where I, that's where I am in life. And that really changed my perception of myself, perception of how I see other people. Uh, I think Tim Keller sums it up beautifully. I think as a Christian, the gospel is that we're so broken that we can't save ourselves, but God himself is willing to put his life down for us. So it gives us that humility that we can't do anything by ourselves, but it also gives us confidence in that God himself is willing to sacrifice himself for us so that we can, we can enjoy being in communion with him down the line. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my story. That's my, my journey so far. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Kia, and I want to share through my testimony. Um, I was first introduced to the Bible. I must have been around 12 years old. Uh, I just moved to the Bronx with my family. We um, were going through separation with my father, and um, so it was a tumultuous time. And uh, I was walking down the street one day, and I came across um, a lady that was handing out little pocket Bibles on the street. I took one and I put it in my pocket, um, didn't think too much about it, but I um, was flipping through it and I found Psalm 23 and something about that Psalm just stuck out to me and I cited it and memorized it and it helped me um, a lot in my younger years. A year after that, my father died. And again, it was a very tough time for us. It was my two older, bro two older brothers and sister and my mother doing it by herself. So it was rough. So Psalm 23 was just a real comfort for me. Um, that's what I remember. Um, I was raised Muslim, so that's even more amazing. Like that was the first introduction to the Bible. I didn't know anything about Jesus or too much about Christianity, but that Bible just seemed like a little powerful book to me. Um, fast forward to my 20s, I'm doing my own thing. I was at a low point in my life, I remember, and I was staying with a friend and searching for answers, trying to like get myself together. And uh, there was a TV program on Oprah and uh, she was doing some thing about uh, prayers. And so I recited the prayer and that was really the first time I felt the presence of God in my life. And um, something changed and something changed in me then. And um, it still wasn't enough to take me to church though. I didn't go to church after that right then. It wasn't until a few years later, I started going to church with a friend. It was for the wrong reasons though, so I kind of fell away from that um, as soon as the friendship ended. Um, I was in the church, but I really didn't know what, uh, who Jesus was. It didn't convict me to follow Jesus. I didn't know what he meant to the world and humanity. Um, so I just spent years doing my own thing. Uh, I convinced myself that I was good 
just going to work, pouring myself into work, um, friends, family. And um, life has a way of waking you up and letting you know that uh, something's off. <laughs> and so I came across a situation that was very traumatic for me and devastating. And I was confused. I was hurt. Um, I was, my faith was shaken. I didn't have much faith. I had spirituality, but my faith was shaken. So I had one person in my life that I kind of um, went to when I needed answers. She was an SDA member. I call her my spiritual mom. And she talked me through some things, and she was just telling me, because she's not here, she was in Texas, she was just telling me that I need to go to church. So um, I hopped on to Google, and I started, you know, just typing in SDA churches close to me. I found one, but I didn't really stick with me, so... Um, try it again next Saturday, did another Google search. I found Advent Hope, said, okay, it's not too far, it's a train right away. And so I came and I know at first service, um, Pastor Todd was preaching and he was saying something about, um, we can't do it all on our own, we're not meant to do it on our own, we're broken and um, we need Jesus. And that stuck with me and I've been coming ever since and um, I've been really healed since I've been here. Um, yeah. And so this is like a full 360 moment for me because it's been almost like a year to the date that I got baptized. And so to be up here now, it's, um, it's great. And so that's been my journey. And um, that's where I'm at now. Hello, oh, Advent Hope. My name is Brian. I've been asked to share a testimony. My life verse is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. When people speak of a testimony of faith, often it's mentioned of a moment in time when God helped them through a situation that required divine intervention. What if I told you I didn't just have a moment, but rather several moments that can only be explained as divine intervention by a loving and grace-filled God? I have a medical condition known as cerebral palsy that affects 50% of my physical body. This condition was diagnosed in my early years, and after some complications at birth and eventual notice of developmental delays, specifically on my right side of my body. My childhood was filled with surgeries and doctor visits to help with my motor development. I've always been thankful and grateful to God for providing the doctors and the nurses that helped me get to where I am today. Honestly, all I can say is that God's protection and care for my life led me to truly understand that Jesus was the only answer I truly needed. God provided for me not to be healed, but rather to be a witness for his kingdom. God has always impressed on me one second. Uh, God is always impressed on me to focus on his will for my life. Following that calling, I earned a bachelor's of arts degree in religion 
and then a master's of theology, a theological studies degree. The quest for knowledge was always present. The beauty of God is that questions will never cease, but even after six and a half years of study and education, as I was reading scripture, God impressed on my heart the Sabbath. My education was at non-adventist universities and seminaries. So the Sabbath, if mentioned at all, was quickly passed over, barely getting a footnote in my educational journey. And yet I was intrigued. The Sabbath was now everywhere I looked in scripture. This quest led me to attend First Seventh Day of West Palm Beach. That's where I'm currently located in West Palm Beach, Florida. While attending services for a couple of weeks, I received an informational brochure of an upcoming seminar titled The Daniel and Revelation Seminar. This seminar was amazing in understanding the Sabbath and scripture along with other Adventist tenets of belief. The seminar provided a solid foundation, and yet the sense of belonging was still missing. How do I reconcile the importance of the Sabbath with my political and social views? Such a question plagued me and caused my church attendance to be severely lacking. Then March 2020 happened. We all know that day. COVID. The world shut down. I was at home in South Florida and wondered, are there any online services on Sabbath? Through the, the magic of Google, I found a church called Advent Hope in Manhattan. I discovered Advent Hope as a community of believers that showed me a God of grace and mercy for all. I saw and felt a sense of community focused on the gospel of Christ that took the message of hope outside the church walls to the streets of New York City and beyond. This past summer, I traveled 1,200 miles from South Florida to New York City to attend services at Advent Hope. Upon entering the doors, I was embraced by God's love. It felt like home. I'll forever be thankful and grateful to all of you who make Advent Hope such a special place. It is upon my next visit to Advent Hope, it is my heartfelt desire to join in membership through baptism. I'm already looking forward to that day. Thank you all for providing me this opportunity to share my testimony. Amen. Thank you to Brian and Dakia and Al for sharing their testimonies. Give thanks in all circumstances. Thank you for doing that today. But I, we recognize that uh, that for many of us is easier said than done. Giving thanks in all circumstances. We may be in circumstances that are creating fear in our experience. We may not be able to know what the future is. You may be in a circumstance now that is painful emotionally or physically, and so giving thanks in all circumstances is hard for us. But thank God we have the Lord Jesus to look to, the one who has come and done what is difficult for us, being thankful to the Father even in the midst of extreme, extreme circumstances. And so because of the Lord's work on our behalf, we have hope that if we are fearful today, if we are in pain today, if things seem clouded around us, we can have hope and be thankful and grateful by the work and the experience of the Lord Jesus in our lives today. And so if you're feeling down, if you're not feeling thankful, if you're not feeling hopeful, take heart because God is with you. And as you confess faith in him, he is able to change you, to change your experience and give you supernatural gratefulness that you do not inherently have on your own. 
And so today, may God give this to you today, supernatural gratefulness to see beyond your current circumstances. May he do this in you today. Amen.